welcome in. You didn't think we'd be here, but here we are coming in medium warm, lukewarm, one might say, off another corporate retreat. But this time we were um, accompanied, accosted, whatever you want to say, by um, two mothers that we dearly love, my sister Aislinn and big fan of the pod, Jessica. We are coming right off of a trip from Austin. I have regained my voice. I'm back to 70%. And um, Rose is here. Um, I wouldn't say thriving, but I wouldn't say dying. And it's the Thanksgiving, it's the Thanksgiving Day episode, guys. So we're gonna keep it short and sweet, but we couldn't um we couldn't hit you guys with a, a little recap of the weekend and um a couple of maybe Thanksgiving fun facts. So here we are. Rose, how are you feeling today? Today I think I'm at a solid 85%. I had a few um jumbles of the brain, if you will, today. Broken brain? I had my brain was semi-broken. We were semi-glued back together. I knew that this trip was going to be fun because, first of all, you and I always have fun together. Therefore, by extension, you, me, your sister, your childhood friend, we will always have fun together. But sweet Jesus, I've always heard my mom say, like, nobody parties harder than a Catholic school kid. But that's a lie. No one parties harder than a mom, than a wild mom's night out. And the affluent moms tried to take us down. The affluent moms, I, one of our goals, so we all listed our goals out before, you know, before we all arrived together in Austin. And one and my most everybody's goals was to make it past 8 p.m. Mine was 7.30 because I'm low ball and everyone knows that I'm the sleeper in the group. And I don't need to be home to sleep. That's <laughs> That's the biggest issue. Yes. But I, we successfully made it past... Midnight. You and I made it past midnight every um, every night, and the the moms made it past. We don't need to say anything incriminating, but they were they were past our bedtimes. They were past our bedtimes, and quite frankly, I could have been. I I, I like a nice um, for a night out. I like a nice ten thirty bedtime. I think that's appropriate for me. Ten thirty, and if you're day drinking. Get me, put me at dinner at six. Yeah. And put me to bed at 7.15. Yeah. I mean, that that's just the way it likes to go. Put me to bed or I'll put myself to bed and it will be in a public spot. Yeah. Is essentially what you can count on. It was the best of times. We laughed so hard. We walked a thousand miles every day. I have shin splints. So many steps. So many steps. So many steps. Um, Austin, beautiful town, beautiful place, beautiful people, incredible food incredible drinks and home to some of the worst attached exit signs in the country. Worst attached exit signs. If you're tuning in um, via the video, which I don't know where you're tuning in on that outside of Instagram, because we're not on YouTube yet, guys, we're getting there. It's been a long year. Come on, give us some, give us some grace. But there is an exit. There's, it's not a full exit sign. There's a partial exit sign behind Rose that I believe is from our hotel, allegedly, cannot confirm or deny. No. We will not be no, looking no, no. at those um, hotel statements for some time. Maybe the new year. We'll see. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Q2. Maybe Q2. But we, you know, we had a blast. Um, I climbed in a dryer. I'm a, I'm a, I'm the contusion queen. I have so many bruises. <laughs> but I bruise like a peach. I told my mom, you do. because You're so gentle. this is what every mother wants to hear. She was asking how we were. And I said, I am like a ripe August peach that's been rolling around <laughs> in the trunk of a Honda Civic for three days. 
And I think my husband would attest that that is true because I was wearing shorts earlier and he was like, what happened to you? And I said, I don't even know. Everybody ganged up on me. It was like, it was like, who even knows? Everything. The answer is everything happened to you. Everything happened to me all at once. I did help shove you into that dryer. I really felt like, and guys, this wasn't a regulation dryer. This was like a, it was a stacked washer and dryer. And I said, I think I could fit in that. And Mm -mm. Rose, I didn't fit. And Rose pushed, pushed me in until I did. We made it happen because we're doers. Doers. We're like the Home Depot. We get shit done. Exactly. But we had the best time. But then the the airport, I've never been less prepared inside of an airport in my entire life. I got up to security. So I had tried to check into my flight the night before. And it didn't go all the way through because the service. But I didn't didn't put two and two together. So I'm in security. And they're like, we need your boarding pass. And I was like, huh, I haven't even checked in for the flight yet. I actually watched you because I was over in TSA pre-check with the uh, with the first class citizens and you were over there um, <laughs> scrambling through your backpack and things. And I was like, this is quite the scene. And I all, honestly like wanted to pull my phone out and film it, but I didn't have the energy. I didn't have the bandwidth, but we made it. We made it there. And who, who made it through security first though? That's it, There was a, there was a mishap. There was a, there was a scuffle and it wasn't my fault. So you made it through first, but who got picked up in the Delta Porsche in Minneapolis and got a ride to the gate and didn't have to walk through the airport like some sort of peasant? That was me. And I I, I'm, I say this bragging now, but that was the farewell tour of my Delta Diamond status. And I will be um, riding the gold coattails um, going forward. But enough about our privilege. Well, I was pretty jealous because I had to walk myself off the plane regular style And then when I got to the parking garage to get into my car, I had very responsibly taken a photo of where I was parked. And then I got there and I was like, this is not, this is the same sign, but this is not the, the optics are so much different. And I was a little nervous because it was, you know, late at night (laughs) and I was by myself in a parking garage, primetime kidnapping material. And like, all of a sudden I was like, I don't think I'm on the right floor of this thing. So I went up a couple levels and boom, there was the car. Thank God. Only took two laps to, around the airport to get out of it too. Nice. And I also like that it's prime kidnapping hours and late at night, it was 5.30 PM. Okay. I realized it was only 5.30 PM, but it was so pitch dark outside that I was like, this is right when they would take me. But I think at that point they would have seen me and said, wow, that woman is in a health crisis. And she's, she's more trouble than she's worse. I don't know that, I don't know that any of us were getting taken that day because it was, it was too much work to bring us back to life. And speaking of bringing us back to life, let's get into the Dinktini of the week before I drink all of mine. Yes, yes, yes. Today we're, we're rocking the Corpse Survivor number two. And if you're like, what's the Corpse Survivor number one? I'm here to tell you, it's a very, very different drink. I'm not going to get into the entire origin story of it, but uh, Corpse Survivor number two essentially uh, debuted in the late 1800s in a cocktail book. But like, that's that's not the most exciting part. <laughs> in the savory cocktail book, it, I think it's like Henry... Ford. Harry, not Henry, <laughs> Harry Caddick's book, um, much more popular cocktail book in the 1930s. You know, we're coming off the roaring 20s. You know, we're feeling the highs. They had Corpus Survivor number one and number two. And number one gives the recipe. It's a very different drink, but it says to be taken before 11 a.m. 
or whenever steam and energy are needed. And for the Corpse Survivor number two, which is what Rose and I are currently drinking, it says four of these taken in swift succession will unrevive the corpse again or revive. I can't read right now. I think it's revive the corpse again because unrevive would make you more dead. I know, but I'm going to send you this picture because I feel like I'm right. But essentially, the Corpse Reviver brings you back from the dead. It's a brunch cocktail because it's actually lower alcohol than like the gin martinis that I was trying to order at lunch. <laughs> but it is, um, it's got an absinthe rinse, a little lemon juice, a little Lat Blanc, Contro, gin. It's delightful. Um, Very our, good. Our bartender, our bartender pal, friend of the podcast, Anthony. He makes a delicious Corpse Survivor, number two. Um, and I felt like that's just what we need. We've been home for two days, but it's never too late um, to be revived. So Corpse Survivor, number two, yeah. Dinteen of the Week. It's delightful. It's refreshing. And you're never too you're never too late to revive your corpse. Because, And quite frankly, I've been a corpse all day. When we get done with this, I am going to pack my bags to head your way. For Thanksgiving. So I need a little, I need a little pep in my step. You do need a little pep in your step. I have to say that you have a much more positive attitude about coming to be in um, my presence than I think you did earlier this morning or yesterday. I think, I think you're, you're coming back down. You're, you're coming back down to earth. I was ready to make it. I was ready to make travel adjustments this morning. I was feeling, you know, I was, I had some health situations. I'm um, not for everyone. Being Rose. a woman is hard. Okay. First of all, wasn't have anything to do with you. You know how much I love you and adore you. And I, um, being a girl is really hard and uteruses are fucking trash, especially mine. And it made me not feel. Are they called uteruses or are they uteri like an octopus? Probably uteri. I agree they're trash and they ruin everybody's life, but that just my ADD couldn't, couldn't not interrupt fixate you on that. Ask that. I, honestly, I couldn't I, I'm going to Google it. <laughs> Stay tuned. Because who's ever, ref- like, how, like, when have you ever heard somebody referring to multiple uteruses? Reminds me of one of my favorite Christmas songs, I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. Classic, classic song. I believe I had that on a, on a, um, almost called it a VHS tape, but just a, a regular tape. Have you ever heard the version from Jimmy Eat World? No. Because I don't want to tell Brock how to live his life, but that should be the 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 outro song for this episode. Oh. I don't know what multiple uteruses are referred to because when you Google mot- multiple uter- uterus, it just talks about the condition where one person has multiple uteruses. That's a thing? Yeah. As if one's not enough? I actually knew a girl that had that. She had she one was a kidney. Queen? She had one kidney and two uterus, and I was like, "Wow, you got the short end of the stick." That's. I was literally going to say, "Talk about the short end of the stick, or the short end of the kidney, or uterus, or whatever you have." <laughs> yeah. But I've made a full recovery on my attitude front, and I am ready to all. I'm just trying to check all the boxes to get to the end of the day tomorrow, so I can get over to your house. You know who seems excited is your husband, Clint Hooper. He just came in and gave his best Mrs. Doubtfire impression. Oh, he's thrilled. He cannot wait. He is excited. Like, I think he might even be packing his own bag right now. Oh, that's how you know. That's how you know he's excited. He's he, he's thrilled. I'm also thrilled. I think that maybe um, back-to-back 
weekends is too much for Rose and her psyche. Yeah, that could be. But maybe perhaps I just went a little too hard in the pain on the first one. But I'm 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 thrilled. Who's to say? Can't wait. Who's to say? Imagine who's to say? Imagine what it's like to be Brock. <laughs> I can't. Oh. I'll never have that much chest hair. <laughs> no, you won't. And it's so nicely groomed and like a nice. It's got. It's not the equator. What's the other one? The sea of. What's the Capricorn? What's the? You know the line I'm talking about. No. What is the line? Gosh, you know what I'm talking about. So there's the equator that goes horizontal. What is the line that goes vertical? Because that's what his chest hair looks like. It's got a nice little halfway mark. I, I swear it's something Capricorn. I'm going to tell you in one one moment. I spelled globe glob. The, a, a line of longitude? No, that's not it. A line of longitude is everywhere. You know what? We're going to figure this out, guys. I don't know. We'll, you know. we'll get back to you guys on that one. I know it's a Capricorn something. I'm not going to die on this hill, but I'm going to I'm going to fight briefly on this hill and then I'm going to give up. But anyway, <laughs> my husband has the best chest hair. I don't know why we're talking about this right now. Let's just let's segue <laughs> right into Thanksgiving. Okay, Thanksgiving is my favorite of the holidays because of all the holidays, more than Flag Day? <laughs> more than Flag Day. Um, I feel like Thanksgiving I'm a I'm an eater. So it's all about, well, it's not all about the food, but it's like, I know that like, it's not the same as Christmas, but it gives the same sort of like family thankfulness. Yeah, It's not the same as Christmas, Rose. Jesus wasn't born on Thanksgiving. We're talking pilgrims. We're way, we're way, way past the birth of Christ in the manger. We are so far past the birth of Christ. But what I'm saying is like, you're getting those family vibes and that togetherness and whatever, but you didn't have to do a, a quarter of the shopping. No. The admin has been taken down dramatically. Okay, I get that. And I'm into that. And I love to cook. You're going to just wait until I come to your house and make you this food I'm going to make you. You just blow I your can't mind. can't wait. I'll be there drinking the wine. I'll be I'll be pounding the grape in the next room. Probably watching watching football. No, you have to sit next to me while I do it. That's fine. We have chairs in the kitchen, so I can do just that. Perfect. <laughs> but I I couldn't be more excited. This is I had a question that I was asking people at work because I feel like you know what I've realized recently is that a lot of people don't like turkey, and I think it's very interesting to hear what people's like favorite holiday or not holiday Thanksgiving food and least favorite Thanksgiving foods are. So I thought I would ask you live on the air so I could judge it in person. Um, I think that my least favorite Thanksgiving food is any type of, and I, I didn't grow up with this, but I feel like it's entered the chat of my life, but like any type of jello salad based scenario, you know, like it's got like Like jello with like fruit and like marshmallows. Yeah. That's yucky. When has that entered the chat in your life? That's that's made it all the way from the Midwest to Northern California. Well, yeah, I, I stuff like that I don't like. Um, I also think that sweet potatoes are I so I eat a lot of sweet potatoes like just roasted regular my day to day life. The sweet potato casserole situation is a waste of space for me. Have you ever had the one from Ruth's Chris? Because that's what I used to make at Thanksgiving. I've honestly made, and when I say me, I was like, I want this, but Aislinn will make it. I've never had that. Why don't you get the recipe and I'll make it? It's honestly 
so delicious. The sweet potato casserole where they put like marshmallows on it. I think that mm-hmm. I think that's like a cry for help. But the Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Have you ever been to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse? I have, but I haven't had the sweet potato casserole. The sweet their sweet potato casserole recipe is one of the best ever. Okay, well, add those ingredients to your grocery list. Okay. It's definitely like a little it's like sweeter and has a little brown sugar crumble, but it is absolutely delicious. I think that I have a lot of foods that I don't like for Thanksgiving and I love Thanksgiving itself, but we got to talk about the green bean casserole. I w- we let's talk about it cuz it honestly is on my mind, but I didn't want to alienate anyone, so hit me. I mean, you can alienate anyone that you want. You know that I believe in aliens, and if people don't believe in aliens, we're going to have a strict discussion about it. But what uh, to me it's the it's the cream of mushroom soup. I would rather just lick my own toes than eat cream of mushroom soup or any sort of mushroom. And that's not that my toes are gross. It's that my I can't reach my toes is really more the thing. Like, I'm just not that flexible <laughs> is my issue. It's not that I have gross toes. And no, I don't. I, I'll tolerate a raw mushroom. Oh, we did discuss this. We did discuss this recently. I don't want a cooked mushroom in any variety. And if you're trying to cook them and put them on a steak... I'm calling the police. Why are you ruining well, good meat like that? Get the cops ready to come for me because I love those. Oh my good God. I don't enjoy cream of mushroom soup, but I think that the number one criminal in a traditionally made green bean casserole is the fact that people are using canned green beans. Oh yeah, that's that's wrong. That's criminal offenses. I like to make... We never had... We didn't... That was like not on the menu growing up, but... Clint loves it. So I make one like fully from scratch with like a Marsala cream sauce. It's very good. You would hate it because there's lots of mushrooms in it. But anybody with any lick of sense would think it's delicious. I'm not saying I have a lick of sense. I've never claimed that. Nobody's coming to me for food advice. That's for sure. No. Drinks all day long. Food? No. Food? No. You come to me for food. You go to you for drinks. But, you know, my husband makes some incredible green beans so much. So we get those little skinny Italian ones, the Hercovers. Those are French. That's what I said. You heard Italian. I said French. (laughs) Oh, my bad. It's a broken brain. You got that broken broken brain brain you don't even know what you're talking about right now. Many apologies, ma'am. Many apologies. Forgiveness. Forgiveness granted. But he makes these, he makes good green beans. And so the first year that my family and my sister and her family came out for to Wisconsin for this is our fourth year hosting Thanksgiving in Wisconsin. It's the new it's the and new now hot you spot. have the most headlining of guests coming to your home. That's a pretty big deal. We got a marquee out front so we can let Ooh. people know who's here. And my, we were talking about the green beans like we were like eating around, you know, the coffee table because we don't have real tables. <laughs> and <laughs> And my brother-in-law, Brian, goes, man, these green beans are really good. And like everybody was like, oh, like complimenting the green beans. Like they were very good. And Ace was like, gosh, honestly, these are like the best. And Brian was like, I know, right? And then Aislinn took immediate offense that her green beans are absolute trash. And so we kept always <laughs> talking about how Brock's green beans are the best. But he does make a delicious green bean. Um, but yeah, I can't do it. The canned green beans. Come on, guys. You're better than that. Yuck. We've already talked about how much I hate gravy. We don't need to dive deeper into that. But no. there will be gravy. Brock's going to make gravy. I just I just don't want to look at it. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think so we're not we've your husband just found out we're not having turkey, but he's the one who originally said, I don't like turkey. He no, he doesn't like turkey. I believe the hiccup was that he thought he was going to have a steak. 
But now we're having him because we're going to go to a wonderful steakhouse meal the night before. He's going to love the ham. I I fucking love ham. Don't take that away from me. Don't don't take that dream away. It's so good. I'm not taking any dreams away. You know, I have I have minimal control over the food. I have control over the whipped cream. You do, and that's what that's what I try to do. I think I like turkey, so I like a Thanksgiving turkey. But I don't think that you get the ROI on turkey isn't there for me. It is one. It's so much work. Such a diva bird. Like it's one of the most diva proteins out there on the market. A hundred percent. Like I don't. It's way too much. One time, I had to pull the thing out of the turkey, the the gizzards, the gut bag, and I. I, I've been scarred and I've been scarred in a lot of ways in my life. And that one was especially special. That one's top five. So thanks mom. And your plantar fasciitis surgery that you had 2011, <laughs> because that one sticks with me. And honestly, I wasn't even cooking anything. They just made me like stick my hand in a like turkey butt. So it's a diva turkey. I think it's delicious. I love a cranberry and whipped cream situation. Ooh, I love I like a fresh cranberry sauce. So does Brock make that? No, Aislinn does, and she's not coming this year. So you're going to have to make it. <laughs> yes, I'm going to add to the list. I'm going to add to the list that I made you. Okay, perfect. Because I like a cranberry. You know that I... Because cranberry, cranberry sauce and whipped cream is what I thought was an essential Thanksgiving side. Because I think that every fancy meal should have whipped cream. And have I told you about the time when I went to Baywood Country Club and thought I was eating whipped cream? Were you really eating butter? No, I would no roast. It was so much worse. I thought that I'd maybe told this story. So <gasps> were you eating mayonnaise? Roast. I will tell the story. So Baywood <laughs> Country so Club sorry. is the country club in um in Humboldt County where I grew up. And my grandparents were members there. And every year when we were like kids, they like did this little like renaissance um like Christmas thing. Flag. It it was very weird. You had to wear a dress, and that's like what really sticks in my mind that I was already irritated about. I also think my mom put my hair in curlers. So <laughs> there's a lot of things that Kaylin doesn't want happening on a Saturday. But anyway, they do this like little Christmas performance. And then it's like a buffet, but it's like a fancy buffet, you know, where they do the prime rib and they have the carvers and all the things. And we go and I'm like in line and my stupid itchy dress itches so much. I can, I can feel it itching me right now as I tell this story. And we're going down <laughs> the line when there's this big white bowl that is next to like the right before the prime rib. And I was like, fucking score. At least they have whipped cream because I think that's a normal thing. And so I put it all on my plate and then I go down and my mom's right behind me. She's watching every move. I'm eight years old. I can't make any decisions. I go down, we sit down, we're like all eating around the table. I take the biggest scoop of what I think is whipped cream and is actually horseradish. And I had to rush to, I was like, I'm surprised they didn't have to like get an ambulance in there. It was, this was worse than when I had those goat cheese olives at dinner the other night. You were absolutely hoodwinked by those. They said, these are blue cheese stuffed olives. You said, wonderful. I'd love those in my martini. I'd love a blue cheese stuffed olive. Love a blue cheese stuffed olive. No, it was blue cheese made out of goat cheese. And you know who would... 100,050 million percent sympathize with you. I didn't even think of it. Carly and Cole, because I once fed them goat cheese. I'll never forget it. We lost trust that day. I've earned it back, but we lost trust. I lost trust with Ludie's, but shout out Ludie's, one of the best meals we've ever had. But I swear to God, if you ever, Ludie's is in Austin, Texas. If you're there, go visit. Don't mention our names because we don't want them to know it was us. Yeah. Top 10 meals of my life. Delicious meal. 
delicious meal. They hoodwinked me with blue cheese stuffed olives that were actually feta or not feta. No, goat cheese. They were goat olives. It was absolutely disgusting. It ruined the integrity of my entire martini. I drank it out of spite, but I did it. You did it. I was very proud of you. That is exactly how I felt. And my mom, I could like come back and I'm like finally recovering. And I was like, mom, that whipped cream is so bad. And she goes, that's horseradish. I was wondering why you got so much of it. Patty. Like she just let me. And that's when I, that's when I learned it's a hard knock life out there, guys. You gotta be careful. I mean, I like horseradish, but nobody like a mouthful of it. So all this to say, you and Brock are going to be making... Um, the best meal of your life. Yeah. You can't wait. Yeah. We're very excited. It's Thanksgiving. I'm We've thrilled. rebranded it. We're hoping to get a lot of content. Although it seems something is wrong with us when we're in person. We don't seem to be producing the content that we should be. And we're going to we're gonna get better. We're going to try. We're going to try our best. We're going to do better. We're going to try our best. It would... Uh, the trend is that... You know, when we're together, we may get a little distracted. You know what? Actually, no, that sounds negative. We're in the moment. We're in the moment. We're in the moment. We're enjoying each other's company. That's so much so that we forget that, you know, we came here for a corporate retreat, but this isn't a corporate trip. It was a business trip. Tell my accountant. Um, But this is different. This is a holiday. This is a holiday. We're going to, I can't wait. It's going to be great. We're going to do great. We're going to do great. And um, we're excited to share the content. Um, I'm excited. I might have to get another Corpse Survivor number two, just to, you know, let's just get back to zero here. (laughs) But we, you know, we do have, I will say that we did record a, um, we recorded an episode with Jessica um, when we're down in Austin. And I think that one's going to, it's, it's going to go in the vault. We're going to get some clips out there. Aislinn wasn't able to join us. She had nap time. And I respect that. It really summed up a lot of what was happening. But one of these days, we're going to get together in person on the corporate retreat and be able to actually record a viable episode. It's not this trip, but we're going to do our best. But it might be in three days from now, which would technically be... It it might be on this next trip that's coming up because that's not a corporate retreat. No one does business on a corporate retreat. No. We're not closing deals on a corporate retreat. We're retreating. So we were retreating, but this is different. So we may, we may hit it. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what we bring um, next week. But before we sign off on this podcast, we do want to say we are so thankful for everyone that listens. We're thankful for our wonderful set of haters. We are thankful for our wonderful husbands. We're thankful for those affluent mothers for not killing us last weekend. And, you know, just keep tuning in, like, subscribe, give us rave reviews. We need the positive affirmations all the time. And we will see you on the next episode. So, you know, on a wing and a prayer. God bless. God bless Taylor Swift. The liquor screamed at us right in the face. You really think you can go all day long? Rock, we did it under 30 minutes. That's what she said. I love being a ride. You always left me satisfied and smiling. That's what she said. That's my joke. Damn it, Dwight. Oh, shit. This is going to end up as a fucking clip at the end. I just know it.